0: Hello, darling. It's me, Tessianos, host of the ongoing comic book discussion podcast. And if I got a Halloween treat for you. This October, I am hosting a horror comic marathon for 31 days. That's right, my frightful fiends. Every single day from October 1st to October 31st, OCD will review a horror comic to count down to the greatest holiday ever conjured. You can follow OCD on Instagram and OCD podcast, Facebook at facebook.com slash OCD podcast and twitter at ongoing comic pod it's going to be a hauntingly good time so be there or or just just be there Ooh. and welcome back to Why This Film, the podcast where we reach back into your childhood, pluck out a movie, re-watch it and have a chat about it. I'm Emily Slade and welcome back.
1: You watched
0: it so many times before and now you're gonna watch it again. But it's been so many years since you last saw it and now you show it to your friends and they're like, what? What am I watching? Why? The- what what? this? Why? Why, Why this film? film? And I'm joined today by Adam from the Double-Edged Double Bill podcast. Did I say that right?
1: Yeah, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> close <laughs> I'm, enough. Not, I'm not going to argue semantics.
0: <laughs> it's exactly what it's
1: called. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't, even li- I don't listen to my own show, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, are you like the celebrity that won't go to the premiere to because they can't stand to see themselves on screen?
1: Oh, that's absolutely not true. I listened to it. Yet, so.
0: <laughs> there we go. Uh, it's very exciting because your chosen movie today is 1984's The Last Starfighter, the IMDb breakdown. Video game expert Alex Rogan finds himself transported to another planet after conquering the last Starfighter video game only to find out it was just a test. He was recruited to join the team of best starfighters to defend their world from the attack. So what is your relationship with this movie?
1: Uh, Well, it came out, I think, almost a year to the day after I was born. Um, But uh, I didn't see it until I was probably about six, maybe seven, and... I just remember absolutely falling in love with it at the time. I mean, it was scary when it needed to be mm-hmm. uh, with some of the creatures. The effects were amazing. The makeup effects still hold up. Mm. Um, I really just loved Grig and Centauri and all the, you know, the oddball characters that Alex runs into. And uh, it just, yeah, it just, it blew me away. The CGI, which nowadays is just, it's <laughs> atrocious. It's, yeah very very, but, very bad oh it's bad <laughs> but back then I'm like oh my god they're in space yeah, like I, yeah. <laughs> I completely bought into it and it's just it's such a sense of wonderment you know it's mm. it's just a sci-fi version of like the never-ending story where never-ending stories more fantasy where this kid gets sucked into it and this is the sci-fi version of that
0: that's such a good way of describing it you're absolutely right because I I, this movie is in my subconscious for some reason. My dad had the book. And I had it on my bedside table for years, like intending to read it. And I never did. And I've seen so many like video essays and breakdowns of stuff on YouTube where people use clips from this movie to make their points. And I've never known what the movie is or thought they were all from different movies. And it turns out they're all from this movie. And it, it seems to have such a following and such a standing, like The never ending Story, as you said, that it, it, it's huge. And I never really sort of came to it properly and I didn't know how I was going to feel. My God, it's so enjoyable. Like, it's just like, I have zero notes because I just had a whale <laughs> of a time. Like, I genuinely did. It's just, you're absolutely right to compare it to The running Story. But, like, in space, it's just really hardcore fun Um, Whilst kind of being original, there were moments in this movie that I was like, that's super awesome and I've never seen that anywhere else before. Like, amazing, well done, congrats to you. Um, Whilst also being very much like, you know, the hero's journey and blah, 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 blah. um, Yeah, I thought all the practical effects were wonderful, all the characters were wonderful. CGI is trash, but like, hey, back then it was mind-blowing. Um, And I really liked the main character of Alex Rogan. I thought he was very watchable, very endearing, and just a really sweet character to follow, and, and like, a great role model as such as well. Um, Yeah, like, I always thought this was a rip-off of Ender's Game.
1: Mm, mm. But
0: Ender's Game was written the year after this movie came out, which is mental, because I always think Ender's Game was written in, like, the 50s.
1: Yeah, Um, me too. Yeah,
0: but it wasn't. I googled it because I was like, let's just like confirm that it was a super big rip off. Because I'm watching it and I'm like, this (laughs) is fucking Enders Game. Like, but like Enders Game has such a a a a status about it, whereas Mm -hmm. the Last Starfighter was always just sort of like pop culturey in comparison in my head, anyway. Um, and yet this came first technically. And um, it's just a delightful little Sunday afternoon movie. Just really fun. Like, even my dad was like, oh, you you, you watching The Last Starfighter? Yeah, I'll join you. That's so, it. um, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty really good.
1: Yeah, I sat there with my wife and my four-year-old, and my four-year-old watched it. Uh, there was a couple times where she would cover her eyes, you know, certain some of the alien designs oh, and stuff but
0: absolutely <laughs> but
1: no she watched the whole thing and she we just had a blast yeah. I mean, we, we kind of just went down this road and started watching family-friendly sci-fi movies that day and Aww. just kept it going and That's uh pretty cool. but yeah this is this is absolutely uh just it was such a huge important movie uh during my childhood there was like this flight of the navigator uh never ending story, you know, uh movies like that. And -hmm. this was always part of that sort of mix that Mm -hmm. sort of I don't know that this movie is completely responsible, but it's gotta at least be somewhat responsible for me growing up a side sci-fi fan.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, I mean it's definitely this and of course like, you know, a new hope and Empire Strikes Back Mm -hmm. and all that. I, I definitely connected more with this one and even flight of the navigator than I did even those when I was a kid, uh, mm. because I recognized the, the surroundings. You're able to put yourself in sort of this position as, you know, Oh, you live in, you're on earth. You're you see people that are dressed the same way you are and everything yeah. like that. So as a kid, it's more, I you can more easily identify yeah, 100%. maybe some of the characters and, uh, but no, yeah, I absolutely love this movie. I, I uh, i remember being sad when centauri you know mm. using air quotes died yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just i remember it bumming me out. i remember griggs laugh making me laugh all the time when i was a kid <laughs> i thought it was the silliest thing um Zur is still delightfully over the top uh-huh the, i love him in that scepter and why he why they just let him have it all the time like it's yes. got, like, a giant fucking sword in it don't give it to him <laughs> But, yeah, I absolutely uh, adore this movie, and I, and I think it does have sort of the status that you, you alluded to where it's sort of a pop culture mm. uh, sort of thing. But I, and I think that might be not giving it the credit it deserves. And I'm not saying you did that. I think that's just sort of its its place in film, especially in 80s mm. cinema. But I, I think it's a, it's a lot better than that.
0: I honestly agree like that's sort of where it was in my head but it's it's genuinely so good it's just like a really good movie as well and then a really good story on top of that it's great sci-fi like they would fuck it up if they tried to do it today they really would and like and I don't think it's because it has to be set in the 80s they just they just don't trust themselves to make simple stories anymore everything has to be more complicated than it is and um yeah it's i really loved it i really loved how there was the like b at the like better alex the like b version yeah he he basically has a a robot um made of him by the the planet that he goes to i'm not going to know any of the names of anything by the way so i apologize in advance (laughs) um and it's Wonderful. It, like, starts off where you know that there's something in his covers in Earth after he's been whisked away to this planet and you're like, oh, okay, they've sent, like, a dummy down or something and it sort of interacts with some of the characters on Earth still and it's, like, really good build-up and tension and, and then you see it for the first time and it's it's still forming itself into a version of Alex and it's fucking terrifying.
1: terrifying.
0: <laughs> so scary. It's like baby Voldemort meets like uh the,
1: like one of the one of the dudes from prometheus
0: yeah and um with a bit of the like uh fucking man from pan's labyrinth with the yeah. eyes um, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's just horrifying and it's wonderful um because you don't know whether to feel threatened or not as well because it's still a mystery you're like what mm-hmm. the fuck is this thing is it like safe I, can we touch it i don't want it it's like oozing and it's gross um, but then the next time we see it, it's a fully formed Alex Rogan part two that's meant yeah, to it's kind of
1: a doofus.
0: I love it so much. And it <laughs> it means that the actor gets to play these two different characters, but the same character, and he does the distinctions so well. And it's just a really fun little subplot to have back down on Earth whilst we're having the main subplot up in the space planet. I just thought it was really inspired. And I don't know if it's been done before. It probably has because nothing's original. But I was just really like this is really engaging. This is making me care. Like it's very clever because if you care about the main character and then you put the main character in both subplots, you care about that subplot, So I wasn't like, Oh, get back to the space station. I was like, Oh cool. We're hanging out with like Alex Rogan part two. Um, yeah, I agree.
1: That. I agree. And he's got, you know, the other aliens hunting him the whole time and, mm. and like, yeah, the stakes. Yeah. But there's genuine stakes there too. Yeah. Cause you know, if, if he gets found out, then they're going to know that the real Alex is still alive in space. And then that's going to, mm-hmm. you know, mess with that sort of, uh, plot device or whatever you want to call it yeah i I absolutely agree yeah they don't force it down your throat
0: no um
1: and it's it's kind of funny it's kind of charming like the way he his interactions with the girlfriend with maggie (laughs) and with his little brother and things like that it's got a real sort of heart to it the whole movie that's what i love about the whole movie has a a genuine sense of heart and whimsy to it it
0: really really does which i never expect to find in sci-fi because i'm a snob and i love fantasy and i'm like it's better and then uh, this it really surprised me it felt so as you say charming just like really imaginative moments where um alex is like fixing his head so he's like take taking his like robot head off and he's like fixing it and his little brother's like Alex, what are you doing? <laughs> and he just has this conversation with the head on the desk, and I thought that was really clever and cute. I loved the whole bits with Maggie, the girlfriend, because um, I get so scared when I watch old movies with, like, girlfriends in them, mm-hmm. and I'm like, how are you gonna fuck up feminism for me then? Go on. Um, But they kind of don't. She's a really good character. She's... um, Everything she does is thought out. She's not once treated like an idiot or acts like an idiot i mean apart from the very very end bit where i was like Han, what if you break up in like a month like, like
1: yeah that's true yeah, I, I thought of that too like nope, I <laughs> hope this is real like yeah. God, yes.
0: um but i forgave it because i was like you know what like the arc is complete with that happening so basically what happens uh if you haven't seen the movie spoiler alert obviously is that um Really cool ending. He, the whole sort of arc is leading to him really desperate to leave this part of America and this trailer park that he's grown up in, and and he's insistent on taking his girlfriend Maggie with him, and he, he's trying to get into all these universities and it's not happening, and um he's just really down on his luck but desperate to leave. So at the very end, he realizes he's got a full time job in space, um fighting aliens. So he's like, and they're like, do you want to do this for realsies forever? And at the time I was watching it like, oh, like, obviously he'll say no, because we will come back to Earth and continue our lives after we've had these glorious adventures. So it was absolutely thrilling for him to be like, sure, yeah, I'll yeah, stay in right. space. <laughs> and I was like, badass. And then he comes down and he's like, Maggie, I've literally only come down to say goodbye to everyone and to take you with me. And she's very sensibly like, I don't know, man. Like, it's fucking space, and, like, I've barely left this uh, trailer park, so I don't know how I feel about that. But um, then at the very end, she changes her mind and slow runs up the stairs to the rocket ship or whatever. Right now I'm, uh, yeah, I was just like, fingers crossed, like, y- you can make a happy life without <laughs> him. on the planet which I'm sure you can like I have enough faith in this world that they've built in this story that if they were to break I mean I'm taking it very seriously now but like if they were to break up in like a month's time I have faith that she would be able to like find something that she's good at and pursue it or like find other people to hang out with and like like it will be fine she's not just his like pet that he's like taken with her to be like and Mm -hmm. this is my girlfriend she can stay here in the base while I go fight aliens or whatever Um because if it is just that, I'll be very annoyed. But uh yeah, it was really fucking cool that they left Earth and went with the aliens to continue this sort of
1: Yeah, to like restart the Federation or or rebuild.
0: Makes so much sense because he's proven himself so many times that he's worthy of this cause and that it's a job that he'd be really good at, which is just really wonderful as well, where it's like, hey. You know, for kids, it's like, hey, jobs you're good at and that you really enjoy may turn up in the most unlikely of places. And if you just pursue things that you really, really enjoy and are good at, good things will come to you because of it. And it's like, fuck, yeah, I'll fucking spend (laughs) the day doing video games and it'll work out fine for me. Hell
1: yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) If, like, the real-life Resident Evil ever pops off, I'm going to be set. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I I do agree with you. Uh, she, and plus, it's like even the part to where um where he runs off and gets in the truck to chase the alien, she's like, he's like stay here. She's like no, fuck that, I'm going yeah. with you. Yeah. Like, yeah, like she still goes. Like she is a strong sort of female lead. They even show her slap him because he made a comment she didn't like. That you know she withholds from him, or not necessarily withholds, but like she's not just there for, for sexual reasons. And then
0: yeah, she's they, sort of
1: the fairy tale ending. Like yeah. she's, she's fleshed out.
0: She, they've given her character and some of the character is quite stereotypical, but you know, it's like an hour and a half long movie. Like they, and from 1984, like I can't expect perfection, but like sure. for what it is, they do a really good job with her. I think, um, really. And I really love the way that she gets to interact with both Alexes. um, that's really
1: cool yeah I I agree too it's definitely uh it's sort of I'm trying to think of another movie like Masters of the Universe with Courtney Cox who was there (laughs) for no reason At at least this one has some weight to it
0: yeah yeah she and you feel like she's got her own life Mm
1: -hmm. like like, at the end they give her fears and stuff where she's like i am scared to leave this place i don't know what's out there you know why don't you stay here like she doesn't want to go
0: yeah i thought that was brilliant that was so human that was so (laughs) like because she so easily could have battered her eyelids and been like okay that sounds like a great idea But instead, she was like, "Fucking no! Yeah, you're right. I am scared. Like, fuck that. Like, this is terrifying." But she does it anyway, which is like really super brave and amazing, and it's so good.
1: Yay! (laughs) But but it is. I mean, at its core, the idea of it is absolutely terrifying. Mm. To leave everything you know to go up in space with some your high school sweetheart, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fingers fingers crossed that everything's gonna work out. (laughs) Right. Exactly.
1: Um it's it's it, but you know they give you the ending you want to, mm,
0: yeah,
1: because yeah 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 you so want to see them go off together, you want to see him, uh, which, like you said earlier how how fucking cool that he's like, yeah, all right, I'll stay, yeah, like, you never see that like you said, they always return to earth, and then they use the skills they learn to combat yeah. sort of problems they had before, like to beat yeah. the bully or to quit yeah. their job or some shit, it's but so no, true. He decides to stay and basically restart this whole resistance movement which is insane but <laughs> it's so awesome and uh yeah I, i'm so glad it went that way because that's what endears the movie to, to to me anyways as now as an older you know sort of viewer and where it's no other movie like this ends like that yeah like at the end of never ending story sebastian doesn't stay you know, he goes back to the real world. Uh, you know, I think in the second one, well, good Lord, but still.
0: Oh, yeah no, third, they, the, ooh, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, no.
1: Yeah, they cocked that franchise right up. <gasps> but, but, um, yeah, you don't see this ending like ever.
0: Literally not once. You're absolutely right. They always have to use it to come back and like do some bullshit back on Earth. Like he would have come back down and like left the trailer park and the last shot would have been him and Maggie in the car waving goodbye to everyone being like, we're about to start our new lives. We're going to oh. go like make computer games for kids together in like Hawaii. Okay, bye. And instead <laughs> he was like, want to come to space? And she was like, all right.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, he would have punched out the guy in the cowboy hat or something. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah! some alien technology to light the whole trailer park forever. So I'm yeah, so glad
0: know. that that, like, wasn't a thing. Because, like, I ha- fucking hate 80s film bullies.
1: It's, oh, they're the worst. Like They're, they're so the worst, but fun- yeah, they're so funny, too, because it's so dumb. This it's is so- the
0: thing. Like, the people that bullied me also... Could be like really nice people, and they were often very intelligent people. And like, people have layers, man. The eighties bullies are like, "What's up? I'm a dickhead," and you're like, "Right, one hundred
1: percent, one hundred percent." Eighties bullies, yeah, don't touch my car. Your mom's hot. Yeah, yeah, give you lunch. Like, (laughs) what the hell? Like, yeah, no, they're just the worst. And you ever notice how ninety percent of them are really big, like like heavy people yeah like the, that's not how it works
0: No, no. short people that bully people yeah. they're like they're like
1: insecure or whatever yeah, or jocks who are you know secretly homosexual or something yeah. not just the big fat guys with the mohawks <laughs> you know i just yeah 80s bullies it's such a funny, cliche stereotype. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, even the guy in this, the guy at the cowboy hat, he's not really a total bully. He's yeah. just kind of a dick. Yeah. He's just a little bit of a dick. But then again, when his friends come to pick Alex up in the very beginning to go to the beach, they're all being sort of passive-aggressive dicks to him. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you're going to finally go off on a great adventure. Oh. And, and it, uh, and it makes like,
0: sense because you know that that's stemming from a place of, like, you're all trapped here. i'm sure
1: sure it's all he talks about too
0: yeah 100 Mm -hmm. um so yeah it really wasn't too bad when it first when they first pulled up i was like oh here we go
1: (laughs) i swear (laughs) Uh, because i haven't seen this in quite a while and uh i don't you know i didn't remember a lot of it but as soon as that truck pulled up i'm like oh yeah all right here (laughs) we go Here's the bully one. Who which one is which one's gonna get handsy with Maggie? Yeah. Beat up, which yet yeah, never happens, thankfully.
0: Yeah, so good, so good. Um, who is the like lizard man? The like rock looking. He looks like the thing Art, from Fantastic Four. His partner. Yeah.
1: yeah that's Grig.
0: He's brilliant.
1: Yeah, he's great. That's uh Dan O'Hurley mm. from uh, RoboCop and Halloween Three uh ton of movies ton ton of movies he's absolutely fantastic
0: just so much fun just to really you just really get the sense of like a a person that's lived their life and is still living their life and just just really down-to-earth grounded characters like even centauri who is like a maniac
1: yeah like a shyster he's you know He's, he's sort of like a, maybe even like a con artist a little bit. He's yeah. got a sort of reputation and everything. And they do it perfectly in just a couple interactions he has with other characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, same with Greg. The reason, you know, it's so well done is that they have their two to three minute conversation in the in the cockpit of the ship where Greg explains that he's got a wife and, you know, 70 something children in their cave on mm-hmm. his planet. And that's all you really need, but it's enough,
0: yeah. It's enough to, like flesh this person out to be someone that like we care about and we relate to. and like, yeah, just throw away line, but you get the sense of this world that they all live in. and it makes you care for it and care for Alex's quest because it it could be so easily badly done where you're just like, why should I care about these space people? They have wow. nothing to do with me or my life or my planet.
1: That's another thing that I really love about this movie, too. It wasn't like, you know, well, Earth is next. So, mm. no, they're like, Earth is not even on their radar. Yeah. You weren't even supposed to go there. So, it, really, the outcome of this battle would have no effect on him and his way of life. Yeah. And I, I thought was... that was really cool that they didn't make the stakes to where he has to save his own planet.
0: Yeah, so good. So good. And um, I, yeah. Oh, God, what was I going to say? Yeah, no, I really love how... um he brings him up and everyone's like sorry he's from earth that like he, what the fuck is he doing here he's not meant to be here which is so much cooler it sort of gives them the pass of being like why has this never happened before why is this the first time we're hearing about it why has no one on earth mm-hmm. reported it before like um you know, blah 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 blah. It like forget. It like covers up all those things that you're not really thinking while you're watching the movie. But like afterwards, you're like, ah, oh, clever. Like, and it 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 immediately gives them a free pass of like, now it's up to you if you want to stay. Now that you know it exists, it's completely in your hands. We're not forcing you to do anything. Cause you're not even really meant to be here. Um, it's very clever, very cleverly thought out.
1: Oh, I definitely agree. And then, but that was also the smart thing to do with having him when he did go home, and that those aliens would constantly be hunting him. Mm-hmm. So it really sort of puts him against the wall. Uh, but yeah, I, I, like you said, it, it's very, very smart to where it's just not going to be based on the the sort of the moral compass of his character whether or not he stays. Yeah, it's not for any sort of selfish reasons at all. It's not for to protect everyone he loves or to gain any sort of fame or riches. It's just, Hey, these, all of these people are going to die, or, you know, across the galaxy. Well, not people, but all these different species, you know, are potentially going to be wiped out by this madman. And you might be the only person who can save them all. So what do you want to do? You want to go back home or do you want to stay and help us? Do you
0: want to stay and help? Please
1: help. <laughs> right. Exactly. And Good. I love that uh, Greg is constantly testing them too. Yeah. yeah. Constantly he's like you're right you maybe you're not the last starfighter i thought there was a starfighter in you but i guess not okay we'll take you home and he kept like kept doing it <laughs> it was just it was so fun the whole movie's a test for alex
0: yeah in the best way possible and it, it's so watchable um the villain is so bloody
1: Delightful, good. delightfully over the top isn't it
0: so good
1: <laughs> when you first see him on like the giant hologram screen yeah. or whatever you call it. And, and he's maniacally that... laughing. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is so ridiculous And of course he's the son of the head of the Federation. Oh,
0: I wouldn't have it any other way.
1: At all. Oh, it's yeah. so great.
0: So good. Like what a great look. Like I've seen that clip so many times as well. And um and then he fucking melts someone's brain. I
1: graphically too what? Like, it's only had screen for like a couple seconds like the after effect, like, but it's graphic yes. there's yellow and red and orange all running down from the top of his head I, like i'm watching i went holy shit yes. like i don't remember this
0: which is insane, because I was going to say, like, it, it was happening. And I, I turned to my dad to be like, what in the actual fuck is going on? And he was like, oh, yeah, this, like, terrifies people in the cinema back in the day. Like, this is super. Oh. And it is super fucking graphic for what oh, I yeah. assume is, like, yeah, it's a PG. And I was going to say, did it stay with you? Did it, did it leave a lasting impression? Is it up there with Gamork? <laughs> like, <laughs> nightmare fodder.
1: Uh no, that part really didn't. For some reason, uh, the parts that stuck with me is one the the beta turning into Alex Mm -hmm. with with the moaning and the sort of like translucent skin and the bulging, and then Centauri taking his face off.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: scared the shit out of me as a kid.
0: Oh man, it's horrible.
1: (laughs) Absolutely terrified me. Uh, and then uh. The way the robots, well, I don't know what the robot, but, like, the the main villain army, how some of them are, I think, cyborgs, from the way they talk and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then when all the power goes out, how they all shut down. I, for some reason, I just remembered that as a kid. And it scared the shit out of me.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I understand that.
1: Now it's like, yeah, the melting brain thing. Good lord. I'm like, watch it. And my kid sat next to me. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. And then luckily she turned to look at something right when it showed the final shot. I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah. yeah. How am I going to explain this? (laughs) It's uh, it's just the movie, honey.
0: Yeah, Uh, it can't hurt you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, no, he's delightfully wonderful. And I love (laughs) that they give him sort of where, you know, he's all cocky on the on the bridge of that ship and he's bossing them around and he's got that scepter with the sword in it Mm -hmm. that he will show you several times, (laughs) but that the other aliens are like, fuck this guy (laughs) all hate him. I love that sort of dynamic where he's just this cocky sniveling prick. Yeah. And then these other aliens are like, dude, fuck this guy.
0: (laughs) worst I like he's almost the sort of jock character if you will he's the like really just unnecessarily dickish douchebag that's just wandering around being an idiot and everyone's like right. fucking hate this guy
1: Or he's like he's oh. like the director of the local theater production <laughs> where, you know he's been in like one thing his entire life like one commercial so he just knows everything about art and theater and he's just a fucking prick (laughs) you know zero real world experience
0: yeah yeah you read like like a fucking trump
1: like a rich rich, yeah right exactly he's like eric trump he's just this (laughs) rich entitled prick who's never had to work for anything in his life and that he gets his hold his armada because he knows where the Starfighter base is or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now all these other guys who have been in the trenches their whole life got to listen to this fucking weasel. <laughs> <laughs> it's driving them nuts, you can tell.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good.
1: Yeah, and I thought it was really smart to have the main bad guy, you know, just even that, the character interaction where he's the son of the head of the Federation, but to have him stand out so differently to all the other aliens Mm. as far as in look and design and everything, because all the other ones sort of blend together a little bit.
0: Yeah, they do. Uh,
1: I mean, maybe just by design of their makeup where they have almost like the wooden reptilian sort of skin. Mm. Uh, but he, you know, here's this pale fuck, (laughs) you know, with this (laughs) flashy wardrobe, just basically strutting around the entire movie. Mm hmm. And it's wonderful. Yeah. It's absolutely it's, wonderful.
0: It's so enjoyable to watch. Like, proper old-fashioned bad guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's literally, uh, you just said it the best, he's classic bad guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, just mustache twirling, so evil.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, where like, the idea, uh, it always kills me in these type of movies where the main, main villain will kill his henchmen indiscriminately.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And you're like... Why would he be in charge of anything then? All the other yeah. people would kill him out of fear. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know? And he's the class. He's that villain. A hundred percent. And, or uh, you know, where he'll slap his girlfriend because she disagrees with him in front of yeah. everything just to prove it. You know, it's just. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fantastic. And the actor is fantastic in the part, too. He's so, so over-
0: good. So good. Like the perfect energy and pitch for this type of movie. Yeah. Some of the alien designs are fucking disgusting. Like, what is that like butt faced thing that comes down to Earth and keeps like getting in the backs of people's cars and like trying to eat? Like, it looks like a really scary episode of Doctor Who.
1: The chica- one that's hunting Alex. Yeah. Or the bait or whatever. Yeah, I forget the the race now. Uh, but yeah, that's just the rate where they can um, they're shapeshifters basically. Mm. Yeah, the, those that thing, that thing scared the piss out of me too. Actually, oh, when I was a
0: horrible. kid. it's horrible. It's like a, like a really ugly like fish, but that's been mutated with a human, and like a butt. Like it's horrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. It is a human butt fish. <laughs> um, but no, I I agree. Like especially when it's on top of the roof. Yeah and it's like pull it tries to pull the oh yeah you know, oh,
0: it's
1: like, that. oh, so terrifying
0: scary. so scary like really good moments of like horror in this movie as you said when um centauri where they they go into like the blackness of space and everything's getting a bit creepy and the music's like dun, 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 and alex rogan's like wtf mates, and um he like goes to be like centauri centauri what's happening and he like Wah! like turns to him and, it's, like, <laughs> face is and you're like
1: fuck <laughs> i know i know and he's got like the eyes and the napkin and stuff and you're like what the fuck is this uh i just love at the end though and he's like i know an old friend of yours wants to say hello and out walks the alien Atari, and it like puts the cloth up to its face and they cut away and they go back and it's like completely done his hair's there it's completely different body <laughs> like, like it's some of the stuff in this Like, the yeah, the makeup effects and everything are great, but some of the stuff, it's so cheesily edited and cut in places. (laughs) Yeah. But it just adds to it so much.
0: Yeah.
1: To where this is literally a dial turn away from being like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 sort of thought Mm -hmm. movie. It could easily just be a cheesy, cheesy movie. And maybe to some people it is, but uh, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody who either hasn't seen this, Mm. Or someone who did see it in their childhood who doesn't at least have some love for it. I don't know many yeah. people who are like, oh, no, fuck The Last Starfighter.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine why you would. It's so harmless and mm-hmm. so endearing. Um, I I couldn't understand it. Unless you genuinely... like. I don't even really care for sci-fi, but... With this one I was like this is great this is really fun this is really cool it's like keeping me on my toes like like when Centauri takes his face off I was suddenly like oh no is is he the evil person are we in danger here and so many points where that was happening where I was like oh 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 like not really sure where it was gonna go which is really impressive for a 1980s sci-fi movie because like they're all the fucking same really
1: <laughs> yeah they, they do sort of blend together after a while <laughs> uh, i mean there are some gems in there but yeah yeah for sure uh the, you know i don't know i haven't read the book so i don't know how faithful this is to the source material uh, i don't
0: know if it's a book based on the movie or a
1: movie that was based uh, on the book i
0: think the movie came first to be fair you
1: I, I think you might be right you might be right um but yeah. it's just the the movie came first?
0: Yes, the movie came first. Oh wow. Um
1: let's see, I didn't know that. But uh, no, I know I I agree with you. It's completely harmless this movie. It's it's just fun, it's exciting. There there is some stakes, there's good character development. There's a gleefully over the top villain. Mm-hmm. There's great makeup effects, especially with Greg uh Greg's mm-hmm. makeup is is wonderful. Uh, the CGI is really bad but in a in, in a funny way now. In
0: a yeah, in a really charming way. It's like Tron.
1: Yeah, like it's like it's it's bad bad but yeah. it's it's really funny. It's like
0: I did it on Microsoft Paint like.
1: <laughs> yeah, right exactly. It's like it's it's like PlayStation 1 cutscene <laughs> graphics like probably even worse than that. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah it's just it all comes together in such a nice sort of charming time capsule of a movie like you could Mm -hmm. not make this movie at any other point with any other crew any other actors anything than this this is lightning in a bottle
0: yeah it's so true and if all that wasn't enough there's an off-broadway musical adaptation
1: what (laughs)
0: there's a musical
1: oh no i got to look this up
0: (laughs) um so in new york city in october 2004 storm theater off off broadway wrote the music and lyrics by skip kennan and book by fred lando the last starfighter musical uh the original cast recording was released on the kritzaland label so you can go and listen to the music of that i'd be Fascinated to know how much synth is in there. Oh, um,
1: I, you know what I'm doing as soon as <laughs> Yeah. <here. laughs> Please,
0: like, let me know what it's like. I probably will be looking it up, too, because, like, what the hell? That sounds amazing. That um,
1: sounds fantastic.
0: And then there was a novelization. There's been comics, uh, Marvel comics, mm-hmm. uh, uh, games, video games, arcade games, home computer and console games. Um, so it seems to be just really... Beloved and like understandably so. And I'm not even offended by, I mean, it's not my childhood movie, but I'm not offended by the amount of things that it's trying to do because it's like, yeah, it's great. More like,
1: oh, yeah. I mean, like, as a six, uh, what I like, I said, I think I was six or seven, maybe even younger. I'm not sure when I first saw this, and it blew me away. Yeah, like, absolutely blew my mind. Uh, it's you know. I'm not going to put it on the level of, like, when a five- or six-year-old saw Star Wars, because I think I was around that age when I saw that as well. Mm -hmm. But at that age, it's comparable. Yeah. You know, it's still – it's just a sense of excitement and wonderment and, Mm -hmm. you know – because you don't even think of it to put it in subgenres as a kid of sci-fi or fantasy. Yeah. It's all a a fantasy, Mm -hmm. you know, in a way. It's just broken up into subgenres. But, yeah, it's just – You know, you as a kid, you want to be Alex. Hell, you even want to be Alex's little brother. So you know, whatever you just want to be part of this universe, and uh, it's absolutely wonderful. It's just fantastic, uh, good-hearted escapism, especially for you know, maybe parents my age who grew up with the movie who might have kids now to show it to them. Yeah, and see what they think. I mean, it's, older kids are, are going to notice the CGI being bad. Mm. I mean, there, there's especially what they have video games that look better than even the live action parts of this movie do. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it's it's definitely one of those that I think uh, if your kids are able to sort of suspend disbelief, this is you could have a bonding experience a
0: hundred percent. It really does hold up and I think it, it is a wonderful family movie as you've proven.
1: Yeah, um, I, I absolutely adore it.
0: Nice. Yay, that sums it up really nicely. Like I'm kinda of sorry that I couldn't come here and be like, I hated it. Let's debate. No,
1: <laughs> you know, no, I'm glad. I, I'm I'm really glad that you did it because on my yeah. own show I get that all the time. <laughs> But no, I'm glad you I'm absolutely glad you loved it. When you when you said the format of your show, uh, this was the first one that popped in there. Now, is it necessarily my favorite childhood movie? Maybe not. But it's in my top three. And it's the one that I was most eager to revisit
0: yeah it's a nice hidden little gem like i really feel my my format does give the opportunity for you to revisit those ones that you didn't take with you into adulthood like we all grew up with toy story 2 we all know toy story 2 is good but how did you feel about the pebble and the penguin like do you know what i mean like, right absolutely,
1: absolutely. <laughs>
0: you want a really deep dive but um great segue speaking of your podcast oh, tell oh, us boy. about your podcast
1: Uh, I'm part of the Double-Edged Double Bill podcast with uh, your former guest, uh, Thomas Mariani. It's uh, mine and his show. Uh, We are part of the ESO network. Basically, what we do is every week uh, we have a sort of theme. Like this week we're doing westerns. And so the idea would be one of us comes to the table with a good movie, one of us comes to the table with a bad movie. And uh, through, a, like, a little game show thing we play, it, the choices get made. And then we review one good, one bad movie related to the theme every week. Uh, we've been going for a little over two years now. Nice. Uh, yeah, weekly. We haven't missed a week. I've Amazing. had to miss one or two weeks because of family stuff. But mm-hmm. it's been every week there's been an episode. Uh, but, yeah, we just started our own Patreon, too, which is uh, it's D-E-D-B-Pod on patreon and all we ask for is a dollar a month that's it and then uh you get every month there's an exclusive episode like uh we just recorded our retrospective on the entire Watchmen series uh from hbo wow and then um there's also going to be polls you can vote on a theme you can vote on what movie gets chosen all of that type of stuff and yeah it's only a dollar a month uh for all that content
0: Amazing. So good. Such a great deal. I had a real good time when I came on your podcast. Uh we did family feature films and <laughs> it was so much fun to just yeah, shit was a on. Fucking
1: hat. Think of it like this. If you're doing this show for a long time, what if you find a guest and that's the one they want to pick?
0: Um, well, as I said in the episode, like, I know people that enjoyed it. And like, I'm just waiting for one of them to turn around and be like, you know what, and to be honest, I welcome it. I welcome the opportunity to find enjoyment out of something that I think nearly made me burn my eyes out with Like You're
1: gonna have to go hard on them if they take it, though. (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna really have to lay in I mean,
0: i'll have to like re-watch it for one which like pff, uh, i might have to take it in breaks i don't know
1: yeah take that i'll see if you want to come
0: on and do can in the hat anyone like just give me enough warning so i can get the yeah enough right. drugs in. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um but thank you so much for coming on this podcast um And yeah, this was such a joy to watch. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was a blast to be here.
0: Yay, you're absolutely welcome. And we'll see you next time on Wider Film. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying Why This Film, why not head to iTunes and leave us a review? You can find us on Facebook at Why This Film Podcast, on Twitter at Why This Film Pod, and on Instagram at Why This Film Podcast. If you'd like to support the show, we are on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Why This You can support us as a member from £3 a month or just donate any amount you see fit towards the running of the podcast. There's so much that I'd love to do and so much further that I'd like to go. So your support really does mean everything to me. Thanks again and we'll see you next time. Why This Film Podcast has a Patreon. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get paid. Head to patreon.com forward slash why this film podcast and you can select a tier. For £3 a month, you can join Camelot and enjoy early access to episodes, including seasons 1 to 3. You'll get to vote in polls and get a personal shout-out on the pod. For £5 a month, you can join Ferngully. With instant access to everything from Camelot, Ferngully members can also enjoy bonus content, live episode voting power, plus access to monthly movie night grab your popcorn and a drink of your choice as we pajama up and watch a movie together remotely and for 10 pounds a month you can join the enchanted forest where on top of everything from camelot and fern gully you can be part of a live episode where we all discuss a movie chosen by you And if you're not into 80s and 90s animated tears you can skip all that and make a custom pledge of an amount that suits you or you can head over to co-fi.com forward slash why this film podcast and buy me a coffee with a one-off payment. We will be adding hot chocolate to that coffee. And probably chick cream and marshmallows and sprinkles, but you don't need to worry about that. Thank you to all who donate. And thanks to my patron David for supporting this episode on Patreon. Why This Film Podcast is my happy place. I love chatting to guests and revisiting long-lost movies, and I hope you do too.